everyone, and welcome to the WP Talks podcast series in the WP Cares series. Today, I'm joined by Orion Jean, uh, which is probably one of our youngest guests on our WP Cares podcast series. Uh, my name is Felix Lozano. I'm a partner at Whitley Penn, and I'm just so thrilled to be with you today, Orion. So welcome to our WP Cares podcast. Thank you so much. I am super happy to be here. Thank you. Well, Orion, you've been on quite a journey lately, the last 15 to 18 months as this pandemic has consumed the world. And you, my friend, uh, started this all off uh, with a speech you gave, I guess. And it was, uh, I guess the question for the National Kindness Day uh, challenge was, how can kindness change the nation? And that's what launched your journey. So you want to tell us a little bit about that speech and how you got invited to participate in that competition? Yeah, great. So my teacher sent me an email about a speech contest that was going on, but she wanted me to enter and there was only one catch. There was only one day to submit an entry. So I wasn't exactly sure what to do. It sounded cool, but you know, it was due the next day. But my mom told me that you can't win if you don't enter. So I worked really hard to write and record and upload my speech. And long story short, that speech was able to win the contest. And I won some prize money to start my own kindness project. And while looking around and seeing all of the effects that the pandemic has had on so many different people, I knew that I had to do something to help. And the Race to Kindness was born. Well, Ryan, that, that's amazing. I, I guess at the time you wrote that speech, you were nine years old, right? I was. And today you're 10 and you're from Fort Worth, Texas. So I'm curious, um, this whole speech, this competition, the race to kindness and your mom asking you to participate, where did all this come from? I mean, a family that gives grows up giving. So what was it that just was the catalyst in your heart other than your mom saying, Consider this, Orion. Well, you know, my, my parents are both very giving and kind people. You know, they met together while, uh, you know, doing service together. And okay. that is really kind of just what set us off on that path, I guess. And I've always loved entering competitions and contests, but, you know, sometimes my fear of losing can hold me back. And this contest isn't about winning or losing. It's about sharing your message with the nation and hopefully inspiring people to spread kindness. And with that in mind, I knew that I wanted to, you know, let people know about how kindness can change a nation. Well, that's a that's a great inspiration, Ryan. You're you're right. There are no winners and losers in kindness. Uh, yeah. I guess if there's ever a loser, it's it's, it's probably the person who doesn't do something different to make a difference in the world. So you write this speech, you win the competition, and what was the prize money? What did you win? I won $500 to start my own kindness project. Great, and what did you do with that $500? I started the uh, Race to 500 Toys. Okay, and so the Race to 500 Toys, where did that come from, Orion? Because I know as a nine or 10 year old, well, even as a, a 50-year-old, if I win $500, I guess the first thought for most people is to spend it on themselves. But you, my friend, took that $500 and did what? You know, I figured that I had to practice what I preach. How am I going to tell people 
that you have to go out and start spreading kindness if I'm not doing that myself. And like I said, I saw so many different people who were impacted by the pandemic. And I knew that one of the, you know, aspects of life was kids and people in the hospital in general. It's already hard for them as they have, you know, some contagious diseases and surgeries they have to do. And now it's, you know, even harder to have that experience, you know, not just kind of break you down. And some kids, including me, if I were in the hospital, I wouldn't want to have to think about that surgery or that procedure that's going to have to happen in the next day. And I found out that toy donations were, or donations in general, were just kind of wavering. They weren't as steady as they used to be because, you know, the toys, they weren't being able to be reused. You know, when somebody uses a toy, usually you could disinfect it and give it to someone else. But now just to be super safe, they have to, you know, throw them away after a child uses them. So I knew that I wanted to do something to help. And I knew that some of these kids are my age and are just like me. And what better way to, you know, make a child happy or give them maybe a temporary distraction uh, better than toys? I, I should know. <laughs> well, you still are a child, though, Ryan, so toys are still important. Uh, and, and I just love the thought about taking that $500 and, and, and giving it to someone else to, to like you said, uh, spread that message of kindness. And you pick children's health and balance to deliver those 500 toys. Uh, how many toys did you actually raise? I thought it was a little bit more than 500. It was. With the help of the community, we were able to reach 619 toys in a month. That's, that's amazing. You know, I watched the, the little video you did on that, Orion. Where, how far away was the furthest gift you received as a toy? You know, I am not exactly sure because there are so many people who were able to donate and not just in the state of Texas, people from all over the country. And right. And all and, over the world, because I think you even said at one point, maybe you, you received a donation from the United Arab Emirates. Yes. Ah, that's perfect. Great. Okay, so we get the 500, the 600 toys, we make the donation, but Orion Jean's not done yet. Orion has another challenge. So what was your next race to kindness challenge for your city? My next race was the race to 100,000 meals in partnership with an organization called Tango Tap. Wow. Okay, so tell me how that came to be. So you just donated toys and all of a sudden you're thinking, okay, I still have more kindness to spread. So you picked meals during the pandemic, right? Absolutely. And the goal was 100,000 meals. Yes. And the end result of your goal was? I don't remember the exact number, but we were able to reach and surpass our goal you know, with over 100,000 meals. That's great. And you had a wonderful partner come in right there uh, at the very end. Who was that partner that donated all that yogurt? Do you remember? Well, I am a big fan. I'm now a big fan of the company Chobani. They donated 100,000 yogurt cups to a local food bank in my name, which was so amazing because now people in Texas are going to be able to enjoy lots and lots of Giovanni yogurt. 
<laughs> I heard that the CEO was pretty touched by you, by one, you winning the contest and two, donating all those toys and then jumped full force in with 100,000 cups of Chobani yogurt to be delivered to the Tarrant Area Food Bank, uh, which by coincidence is, is one of the charities we support too as a firm at Whitley Penn. So uh, that's just a very special meaning right there for all of us. So it's the toys, 100,000 meals during a pandemic, and you're still not done on your journey for kindness. So what was the next goal and the next race? The next move was the race to 500,000 books. I love books and I just want to be able to share that with children and adults who may not have any. You know, I don't know if you can remember, but how young were you when you started reading books that you can remember, Orion? I don't really know. I could have been maybe three or four. I'm okay. not sure, but I have always loved reading for about as long as I can remember. And there are so many books filled in my room and in the room that I'm sitting in right now. Um, and I just wanted to be able to share that love with, you know, the country and who knows, maybe the world. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, that that race to a half million books is, is not a small, it's not a small journey. You know, Orion, when we first met uh, was June 26th. And, you know, one of my partners had seen the expose of you on NBC5. And uh, it happens to be that on Saturdays, we spend a lot of time at the YMCA doing food distribution at Park South in Dallas. And so my partner, Autumn, saw your expose and she said, hey, you know, we're not doing any food distribution this Saturday. How about we donate some books to this young man called Orion? Look at his story. We watched your story, fell in love with you. And then uh, it was really pretty easy to gather up, you know, some books to come and meet you on that Saturday, uh, June 26th on Swift Avenue. Uh, so do you remember the first day we met, Orion? I do. Right. And, you know, I remember pulling up and, and uh, my question was, well, I wonder where Orion is. And, and Autumn quickly said, well, he's right there reading a book uh, on a Saturday. And so we delivered the books. And I don't know if you remember our first conversation, Orion. Uh, I was asking you what kind of books you like to read. And then, then you flipped the question on me and you said, well, Felix, what kind of books do you like to read? And I said, well, Orion, uh, three or four years ago, I gave myself a New Year's resolution, which was to read a book a week. Uh, I read so much technical stuff. I wanted to kind of just get away from technical and get into pleasure reading. Uh, I, I ended up doing 36 books. And your next question was, well, Felix, what kind of books do you like? And I said, well, I really like nonfiction and I gravitated toward history and presidents. And then you said, well, Felix, whatever you can get immersed in is where your heart will lead you with books. Do you know, Orion, I don't think I've ever in a really long time. So I was blown away, first of all, by your vocabulary. And it's obvious you, you have a very extensive vocabulary. Books does that to you. But in your race to 500,000 books, Orion, how did you pick a half a million? That's a hearty goal. It's attainable, but why half a million? It is. In all honesty, 500,000 books seems like a big number. And it is, but it's only a fraction of the people who don't have access to that. And that's why we're doing it, to help as many people as possible. And 
if we don't reach our goal, so be it. We were still able to help over 100,000 people get books. And we were able to help kids and adults become immersed in a different world, even just for a moment with books. You know, I don't remember who said it, Orion, but there's a quote out there and I'll have to get back to you. And, and the quote goes something like this. Uh, books are a frigate to a journey that you've never been, but maybe a place you want to visit. And when I was reading my books in that one year that I gave myself the challenge, uh, that quote stuck with me because books can take you to a destiny, to a journey, uh, to a place you've never been uh, and make life more fun. Um, so I'll put you on the spot. Do you have a favorite book that you like to read, Orion? I do not. Okay. All kinds of books. And I think it would be unfair to all the others if there was just one that I prefer. You know, I like to read different things at different times, and it just depends on what I'm in the mood for. Well, you know, I really like your Race to Kindness homepage, Orion. Uh, on that homepage, you talk about the influence and the effects of books and children who have access to books. One of the interesting statistics, and I'm going to read it off to make sure I get it right, uh, you say that if a child grows up in a home with 100 plus books, uh, they have a 90% probability of graduating from the ninth grade compared to 30% in a bookless home. You also go on to say, according to a recent Reading is Fundamental survey, 94% of teachers report their biggest concern is that their students do not have access to printed books at home. And then lastly, you say on your website, uh, two out of every three children living in poverty have no books to call their own. And, and, and that's probably the saddest statistic right there is when a child doesn't have a So when you're raising these books, Orion, what are you doing with these books? How are you getting these books into the hands of these children? We are partnering with multiple organizations to you know, make sure they get out to everyone, you know, such as Reading is Fundamental, which is the website that we got those statistics from, or Book Drive for Kids, which does uh, free book fairs for children who aren't able to, you know, participate in the ones that, you know, involve money, or Literacy Achieves, which, you know, equips non-English speaking adults and, you know, immigrants and people who are coming to this country and their kids to, you know, learn English. And you need books to do all of those things. And we are trying to make sure that all of these organizations are being able to have all the materials they need to help as many people as possible. Yeah, you know, it was really uh, a pleasant time that we had together on July 17th, I think was the day at the shops at Clear Fork. Uh, you know, Autumn and I uh, took our message to the firm. We kind of said what you said, you know, we, we've got to be able to live it out uh, if, if we're going to do this, this kindness act. And, and we were able to, at Whitley Penn, put out a message of your race to kindness and challenge for half a million books. And on that Saturday, Autumn and I were able to deliver probably uh, 1,500 books, I think, uh, to you. Pretty close, right? Yeah. And I, and I saw you when we delivered those books, Orion. I saw you down there counting. Are, are you the counter of the books, you and your family? Yeah, it's not just us alone, though. We have friends and family and volunteers who are coming to these events to help us as well. 
I, it was it was it was so nice to see. I met your grandmother who drove up, I believe, from San Antonio. Yes. Uh, she was even there helping you count the books. So that was a pretty big day for you. Do you remember how many books you raised on that July 17th? We were able to raise 3,233, but uh, a little bit more than that, about 100 more than that. But that is the number that we put out. And that is the number of kids who are hopefully going to be able to get those books. That's, that's so great, Orion. Uh, that's a lot of books in one day. And uh, I think we caught your mom off guard and your dad and maybe you. Uh, you know, we were, we were very thankful that day we were able to present you with that check uh, from Whitley Penn and, and our team members for $10,000. Uh, do you know how many books that would buy for, for your, your goal, for your race? Well, that would be quite a bit, quite a bit of books. That's right. Well, we're hopeful that it'll be at least 10,000 books. There's a lot of organizations out there that have jumped in to help you. Uh, I've heard some wonderful statistics about half-price books, donating books to you. Uh, I don't remember exactly how many they donated. Uh, I don't know if it was 10,000 or 5,000. It was a big number they were able to donate 50,000 books <laughs> All right. to 500,000 books. That's, uh, that, that, yeah, that, that's huge, Orion. So where are you at today in your total count toward half a million books? We don't have an exact number at the moment, but we are at about 120,000-ish books. So we have a little way to go, but we believe that with the help of you know, people like you and the people listening to this podcast that we will be able to reach our goal. Well, I sure hope so, because I can tell you there's a lot of people here pulling for you. I don't think we're done. Uh, I received several phone calls, Orion, from friends of mine uh, as far away as Maine uh, who have books in their attic that they're going to ship to me here at my office. And then I'll be delivering those to your next drop off spot. So let's talk about that. Where's your next fundraiser for books going to be held? What date and what location? We are going to be partnering with United Community Centers on this Saturday, the 31st, which is going to be a free book fair from 1030 to 1230 for you know, kids and adults to be able to pick out books that they will enjoy. Well, that's great. Well, if I don't see you there this Saturday, I'll be dropping them off at one of your, uh, one of your locations. Now, is that the final event here, or are you going to have other events after that, Orion? We are going to have other events after that. On the 7th of August, we are going to be having not only a race to kindness in partnership with Run United Center, or Run United, where we are going to have kids 12 and under run a one-mile race. Hopefully, I will be able to run, too. I need the exercise. And on the same day, we are going to be having a book fair as part of the Mansfield ISD Back to School Bash. Wow, that's great. Well, you know what? Uh, I'll have to pass on your running. Uh, Autumn's a big runner, so I'll get her out there. We'll see if we can't get a, get a mile in with you. Um, so tell me this, Orion. So, you know, we've got this race to kindness for books, half a million books. What's your, what's your suggestion to people to get involved in the race to kindness? What advice would you give to someone who is not familiar with your program? Because you're right, when they hit this podcast, we want this to be a call to action. 
Yeah. And even if you don't live in the DFW area, there are still ways to help. You can go to my website, racetokindness.com, and you can email us and let us know that you want to start a book drive or a have a book fair or a book drop-off event in your own community or in your own workplace or in your own home. Because it's not just about us running the race by ourselves. We need your help. We need everybody's help to reach this goal. And the only way to do that is if everybody, not just in Texas, but who knows, you could be in Arkansas or Tennessee or Georgia, as long as you are able to help somebody get books, that is being part of the Race to Kindness. Well, Orion, what a great inspiration you are, my friend, to a lot of people out there with, with the races you've the races that you have in place, the success you've had so far, uh, I think your better days are still yet to come, Orion. You're 10 years old. Um, what, 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 what do you see as your future goals? You've got the race to kindness. You've got the books. Uh, you'll get there. Uh, what are the next goals for Orion? What do you see on the horizon? You know, really, we are trying to focus on one day at a time, but I am hoping that in the future we will be able to continue to spread kindness and who knows, maybe we will do another race to kindness, maybe we won't. I just hope that everybody who sees this happen or hears this podcast or any of the other things that I may have, that you may have seen me in, I hope that it inspires someone to do good. I hope it inspires someone to spread kindness because even if I'm not continuing to do the race to kindness. I want other people to join because it's never over. You know, there's always going to be ways that we can spread kindness in our communities. And there are always going to be ways that we can help people. And there are always going to be ways to make the world a better place. And that is really what it's all about. I hope that my message inspires people to do that. Well, Ryan, I, I have to tell you, you're a big inspiration uh, to be 10 years old and taking on hefty goals and big races like this. Uh, how can a nation not be moved? And now I see why um, the, the National Day of Kindness speech award that you won. Now I see why you're so deserving. Uh, it's too often in today's age, uh, people are thinking about themselves and not others. And, and you're just the opposite. You're thinking about others first. And I just love the story about how your, your parents have that giving mentality and, and that has definitely spread to you. Uh, and wow, you know, you have a little brother, right? That you may be pulling along with you into this race to kindness. Tell me a little bit about your brother. His name is Crown and he is five years old. He has been my biggest cheerleader in this race. And who knows, maybe one day he will start a race to kindness of his own. Well, I can't wait to see that day. And I think you're right. And Orion, I want to thank you. I want to thank your mother and father, Carrie McDonald, and, and your, your little brother, Crown. I just want to thank you for all you're doing for our community here in North Texas. Uh, you've definitely set the bar high for all of us. I look forward to the future days. Uh, like I said, your better days are ahead of you. And uh, for Whitley Penn to be a little part of your journey, uh, any way we can help, we're, we're, just, we're very grateful. Thank you very much for joining us today. It's a pleasure to know you and I look forward to seeing all the great things you do, Orion. 
Thank you so much for having me and for being such a big help in this race. Glad to do it, Orion. Have a great day.